Savage Mind Podcast, Savage Community, weak, frail, victims, whoever's listening, whatever category you fall under, we are approaching Memorial Weekend coming up this weekend. It's very important to remember what that weekend is for and those people. And I wanted to jump right on this podcast today because I've had some events that have transpired Actually, it happens more often than I speak about, uh, and I only talk to a handful of people about it that I trust. And uh, please share this with your friends. If you think there's anybody you that this applies to, or you think needs to hear it, or any motherfucker that knows me, please share this. What I'm about to talk about. We're if we're not mourning as a nation over and over. Or what's going on with the schools? What I mean, it's not just schools, mass shootings. We've became kind of callous to it. And we should never get to that point. The fact that we are to that point lets us know that we are very much living in a different time in history, in life. Uh yesterday. Almost 20 kids were killed. Over 20-something people were killed by an 18-year-old gunman. Whatever the fuck it, I call it, was. And we're not going to touch base on this right now. I originally had a podcast planned already. I had notes taken on it of what I was going to do it on. And then I switched it up on my little light recovery run today because I just finished my nine-hour run on Saturday and decided I was going to talk about my opinion and my perspective on where we're at as a nation, as a society, as human beings, on the school shootings, on just mass shootings, grocery stores, fucking churches, anything. Uh, uh, with with the knowledge that I have and, and my, my opinion based off of some facts. And today I decided to switch gears. I'm going to talk about that, but I'm going to talk about that in a later podcast. So, I want to talk about what some of you motherfuckers really want to hear. What some of you are just waiting to hear. Because my two biggest podcasts, since I've had this podcast in three and a half seasons, was on the tragedy with my son. Some of you care. Some of you have empathy. Some of you can relate. Very few can relate. Let me rephrase that. Very few can relate. That you're going to have to deal with some of this magnitude your whole life. Some people are waiting for me to crumble. Some people are waiting for me to fail. And I fail a lot, and I'm going to continue to fail. I'm going to fail my way to success. Some people are waiting for me to make excuses. They're waiting to see me on my fucking knees and back, and it's not going to happen, you motherfuckers. You hear me? But you want to hear it because it's dirty laundry. It's something to gossip about. The two or three podcasts I did in relation to what happened with my son and what he did, it was my biggest podcast. I got more downloads. I got more shares. I got more subscriptions. And you know, that's par for the course. Some of you hung around after that to see if I was going to continue to talk about it. And I haven't talked about it in a year. If you know me fucking personally, you know I don't shy away from it. You know I don't make excuses. You know that it doesn't intimidate me. So I want to talk about it today, and I know for fucking sure this ain't going to be the only podcast on it, because here's what I'm going to do. 
again, y'all heard a hundred fucking times. I got my video equipment sitting in front of me. And my video podcast is not up yet. I have to operate off the resources and the situation and the environment. I have. In next month, it'd be two years I've had this new equipment. I could have did better, no doubt. Hold myself responsible. But I want guests to be able to come on with having without having to deal with my storage area. And I can't get an office. I can't afford that. No. And I have no problem saying that. So in the meantime, this is what it is. We're going to get there. But if I have to go do another video and put it on YouTube and then fucking share it to Facebook, that's what I'll do so you can see the look on my fucking face and look to see the look in my eyes and realize how much of everything you see in my face and understand that I don't give one fuck about the people that come after me and I'm ready for your ass. Just to let you know, and the people that care, that have empathy, the people that have a good soul, the people are genuinely good people. You'll see that too. If you know me, I don't have to explain that. And I don't spend little to zero time explaining myself. So I'm going to jump right into this. This is a reasonably good day, beautiful weather. I was off today. Some Most of the times I'm off on uh Midweek, hump day, and sometimes I'm not, and I'm okay with either one. So, oh God, I don't even know where to start. There's so much to cover on this. So anyone that knows, knows my son is in jail for capital murder. And most likely, above anything else, he is guilty. In a world where we make excuses, we enable our children, and we defend them no matter what they are or what they do a lot of people don't know how to fucking measure me they don't know how to handle me they don't know how to deal with me so i'm going to be kind of all over the board with this um i addressed it in last season's podcast i even went on another podcast and was a guest because people asked me and they actually reached out to me because they say that they usually hear from the victim's family but not from the person who actually committed the acts family so it's too much detail to go in today and i'm not going to describe nothing that i don't know about okay but i'm going to tell y'all some facts and some of you motherfuckers are going to listen you'll never admit that that's it that this is it my son's in jail for capital murder for murdering his friend, allegedly his friend. If he was his friend, he wouldn't have murdered him. There wouldn't have been conflict there. I don't know all what happened. I was not there. My son has been a criminal since he's been 14 or 15 years old, at least. He's never not caused chaos in this world. Do I love him? Yes. Do I make excuses for him? No. Do we have to live with this shit? Yes. My son been a problem his whole life. Very quiet. I'm not going to get into all the details. I'm just saying my son had already been to prison three times before this. It's not easy. It's very difficult. Anyone that knows me knows about my running and my ultra running, how I train, how I ride, all the things I do. This podcast knows why I am who I am. And let me put this out there. I didn't ask for this life with my father, my grandparents, my son, my mother. And I definitely didn't do things to receive this karma 
and this goddamn weight on my shoulders, but I got to fucking deal with it. And the reason I, I, I have to deal with it, the reason it was put on me is because I can fucking handle it. So I want to say this before I go any further. Anything y'all motherfuckers got for me that want to attack me, come after me, whatever it is, I am who I am for a reason. It's not bragging. It's not being cocky. If you know me personally, I'm fucking ready for you. What do you got? Because besides the people that I love, that I hold dear to my heart, that are in this fucking house, my grandchildren, my daughter, my brother, my stepchildren, my fucking wife, what I have left in this world, there ain't nothing you can take away from me I'm scared to lose. Worst case scenario, worst tragedy, my worst nightmares have already came They've already came true. There's nothing outside of these fucking people that you can throw at me. But let me tell you what some of y'all's problem is. Because I am who I am. And unless you've known me through every phase of life. Unless you have not just met me at one phase like this phase of life. Or you knew me in my 20s. Haven't talked to me since. Knew me as teens, as kids. Haven't talked to me since. Whatever it is. It's not bragging. I'm telling you fucking facts. I'm equipped and made and wired the way I am because of what I've been through. And because I have not became the victim. Because I have not became a fucking product of my environment. And I have not became a victim of circumstance. No, I'm not wealthy financially. No, I don't have a lot of material things. No, I do not. Fucking get on social media and pretend like I'm a fucking baller. Those things don't matter to me. It took me a while to realize of the things that people like me and my brother have made it out of. And that we have not only survived, we fucking thrive. But some of you have a problem. Because y'all have a confusion. And a misunderstanding of what being humble means and being weak. I've told my close circle this, and anybody that's in my close circle knows this. When this happened with my son, if I was weak, if I was on social media asking for prayers all the time, wallowing in my fucking misery and sadness and depression, needing help, couldn't bring myself to go to work. Couldn't bring myself to deal with the rest of my family. Started falling in addiction. I look, I drink wine or beer consistently. I don't fight with my old lady. I don't get depressed. I don't let it get to that. Because I manage it. You know why? Because I'm fucking disciplined. That's why. I had no choice but to be disciplined. If I was that person, y'all know this is true what I'm telling you. Every one of my fucking haters and critics. If I was fucking weak. If I was more submissive. If I was fucking soft. If I got on there and got on my fucking knees and you motherfuckers see me on my back. You would offer me condolences. You would reach out to me. But because I'm not that fucking person, you can't fucking stand it. And let me tell you other reasons why you can't stand it. You can't stand it because I don't get on there on social media and offer a fucking apology. You don't, I don't get on there and show you my fucking moments of weakness because I deal with them by my goddamn self. That's why. That shit stays in fucking house. 
You know why I stay in front of this shit? You know why I get up and run most fucking days? You know why I get up and work out? Why I get up and write? Why I get up and fucking meditate? Because I have other people that fucking count on me. And it is my fucking duty and my fucking job. I know why I'm put on this earth now. As crazy as this fucking sounds to you. It was me meant to deal with this so I can tell the story to help other people. I have a fucking amazing wife. I have a fucking great daughter. Amazing daughter. I have fucking great grandchildren. I mean not great grandchildren. Grandchildren. I have nieces and nephews. I have one brother on this fucking earth. I have stepchildren. And they fucking count on me to be at my best. Some of these people, I'm the only man they have in their life. I am the last man standing in their fucking life. Let me tell you something. I never met any of my grandparents except for one. My father met none of his grandchildren. I didn't meet any of these people. I have four grandchildren. Three of them are part of my life. One of them has a lot to do with what my son did. That is out of my control. I cannot do anything about that. It is very much my fucking obligation and my purpose to make sure I change the course and redirect this shit. Whatever people believe about generational curses, bullshit, tragedy, Family fucking traditions, anything for this fucking family. It is me. I take responsibility because I can handle it. Do you motherfuckers hear me? I am not acting like a badass because I don't think I am. For anyone that has known me through the course of my life, I've had a lot of physical and verbal confrontation. A lot of physical confrontation. I've lost some. I know my limit. I do not think I'm a badass, but understand this. There's plenty of data out there to provide the facts that I can handle myself. And believe me, whatever you got for me, I'm fucking ready for it. Matter of fact, I kind of fucking laugh at it. Because it's been a while, and I'm ready for it. I ain't looking for it, and I'll try to defuse it. And neutralize it. But I fucking stay ready, motherfuckers. You understand that? I didn't arrive at the person I am by chance. So it is my fucking duty to carry this fucking family into a different direction. And because of that, I am always ready for y'all. So let me tell you this. You would like it better if I was weak, if I was submissive, if I was apologetic. Y'all were waiting for me to get on here and defend my son. You were waiting for me to get on here and make an excuse for him. I had some of my close circle. I'm never going to say their names. That I just talked to today. Just about random shit. Make excuses. Because most people are going to defend their children. They are. No doubt. And I didn't do it. And it pissed y'all off. Y'all thought I would stop my brand. You thought I would stop my podcast. You thought I would stop training. 
You thought I would stop being. You thought my relationship would be compromised. And I only got fucking stronger. Is it easy? Fuck no. I don't deal with my demons every day. I deal with everybody else's demons. You understand that? I ain't paying for the sins of my life. I'm paying for the sins of everyone else. I've had enough put on my fucking plate and on my fucking shoulders. I've already paid fucking tenfold. Now I'm going to continue to pay. You know, I see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into this. I see it around town. I've talked about this before. Fuck my hometown. Do I love some people here? Absolutely. And the people that I love know I love them. And I know they love me. I don't have to tell y'all that. Y'all know who you are. But I don't owe one motherfucker an explanation or a fucking apology for a motherfucking thing. You hear me, motherfuckers? And if any of y'all want to talk to me in person, what you're trying to do is get me out of character. The person that you're trying to bring out, I haven't been in, not a few years, I haven't been in decades. When my son did this, for those that don't know me, what you wanted to see was you wanted to see a father that had been in prison. And I'm not down and nobody has been to prison. I know a lot of productive, good people that went to prison either for drugs, maybe DWIs, maybe stealing, whatever it was. And have totally changed your life around. I'm all about it. You want to see one that had been to prison, ex-convict, in and out of jail, in and out of prison, drugs, didn't keep a consistent job, and I'm fucking none of that. And it pisses you the fuck off. Because why? Because I'm not a product of my environment. I'm not... How do I put it? What words am I looking for? I'm not a statistic of my environment. I'm not a product of my environment. I'm not a victim of circumstance. Y'all know my fucking story, man. And if you don't reach out to me, I'd be glad to tell you. I've had a few people attack me lately. And even today. The hood part of me really wanted to tear their ass a new one. Verbally and physically. But I can't do that. That's not what I... That's not what I do unless I'm forced to. So let me tell you this. What do you motherfuckers want to hear from me? I'm going to tell y'all some shit you don't know. All right. And if you don't know these things, go back and listen to my old older podcast on this situation. Do I love my son? Yes. Am I, am I making excuses for him? No. I've already went over in my head if I have to testify. Because I don't know anything what happened no more than nobody else does. I just told some people this this week. Do you want me to beg for my son's life? Will it work? Your honor? Do you want me to get up here and say that I want to see my son die? Do you want me to say that I want to live long enough to outlive one of my fucking children? Because that was one of my worst nightmares, and now it's coming true. What do you want me to say, man? Because I don't think that no parent's going to say that, man. What do you want me to say? I coached my son in Little League. I coached his soccer teams. I went to fucking field day after working 18-hour shifts. Fucking sick. I took him to drug-riddled neighborhoods, show him that I worked the same job from the time he was 18 months old to his 20s. That his mom took him to his practices, his games. 
that I was involved in his life, that when I used to do side jobs like lawn service, tree trimming, any of this shit, cleaning, clearing brush, in my early 20s, when I worked another full-time job, I used to take him with me and make him work. And he didn't even have to. I was trying to put a work ethic in him then. That his grandfather... I was never the guy who was really a hunting and fishing and tractor, any of that. But I was the guy who's like, hey, we're going to mow the yard. I need you to help me. Go blow off the driveway. I'm going to plug in the blower. Go do it. Hey, if you want to go do this, do this. Hey, let's go to the BMX track. Hey, I'm going to go to the park. I'm going to run three miles. Baby, you need to get on your bike and go with me. Then he'd go with his grandfather because he's the oldest grandchild and the only grandson at that time. And go mow. Go get on the tractor. Go help him with hay. Go help him work on stuff. And highly intelligent. All of those things don't matter now. And I don't know what happened that night. I don't know. I know what everybody else knows, okay? Besides those two people. The one dead and the one sitting in fucking prison, okay? Do you want me to say I want you to, I want them to spare my son's life when he didn't spare someone else's life for whatever happened, for what we know? But I can't say I want to see my son put to death in my lifetime. But at the same time, is what kind of life is locked up 23 hours a day in Supermax prison? I'm never going to hug him again. That family is never going to hug that man again. That daughter is never going to have their father again. They're never going to have a son again. They're never going to have a brother again. They're never going to have an uncle again. This shit goes on and on. You don't think we got to suffer every day? You don't think we got to deal with this shit every day? Some of you just are really taken back and offended by my fucking self-discipline and my mental discipline and how I handle shit. Look, where I work right now, I got to see this where he's locked up every fucking day. I watch people in town. They used to talk to me. They don't talk to me no more. I watch people when I'm fucking sitting at a restaurant. Of, I just happened recently. One of my favorite fucking waiter and waitresses that loved me had no idea. And any, just let me backtrack on this a little bit. I've never shied away from this. I'm gonna have to talk about this the rest of my fucking life. So if I don't offer it, please forgive me. But if you address it or you talk about it, see the people like. Recently, someone commented on Facebook, you're trying to get me out of character because you think I'll get weak and you think I'll get in my feelings. And it ain't going to happen, you little fucking weak bitches. It ain't going to happen. You got something to say to me, you talking person. And I want to see if you had that same demeanor. I want to see if you had that same ambition and that same energy. I want to see your same reaction and look on your face when we're standing face to face. And if you do, then I'll give you some respect and we can we can deal with it accordingly. You motherfuckers ain't going to do that. I've watched people quit doing business with me. You don't like it because I'm as strong as I am. But what you need to understand, long before this happened, I was already dealing with shit. Do you think my dad getting murdered when I was four years old? Both of my dad's parents being dead before I was born. My mom's dad dying when she was 17. I had one grandmother, my mom's mother. She died when I was 23. All of that, and then me being an only child for 14 fucking years, my mom never fucking driving a car, me being their errand boy, I had to learn a lot of shit at a young age. 
me being the man of the house at 13 and moving the fuck out at 16, 16 years old and never returning. And somehow I managed not to do drugs and go to prison and buy buy homes, work a job, retire from a job. But I tell you what, I told one of my brothers a while back, sitting there doing some ink together, working on shit, talking, grew up together. This brother of mine, I love him. He's done a substantial amount of time himself. He's nothing like that now. I said, you know, I retired from a job here. Grew up here. I do love this community to a certain extent. Bought two or three homes here on my own. No co-signer, been borrowing up from nobody, nothing. Raised children here. Coached teams, played sports here. Reasonably good athlete. He looked at me and said, standout athlete. Never did drugs, never been to prison. Maybe if I did drugs and been to prison, y'all would be more forgiving. Maybe if I attach it to religion, you'd be more forgiving. But because I'm unapologetic about how I live my life, and for every one of y'all that don't understand how I live, you need to pay attention to how what I post. Because if you know me in real life, I'm more fucking profound in real life. And I live exactly what the fuck I say in every fucking way. I'm not mad. This is my energy level. Mostly all the fucking time. And I'm fucking staring down 50 years old. So when you think you fucking want it, you let me the fuck know. Alright? Half the time, if I'm being cool to your goddamn ass, it's for you motherfuckers. It ain't for me. Because really, I really fuck most of y'all. Any of y'all that think like this, I really don't give two fucks about you. You need to understand that people like me, we care more about the people. We care more about people who are valuable. We don't care about more people. We care about valuable people. I will protect this family with my life. You will never hear me make one excuse for myself. Just like I, just like I was explaining. My dad getting murdered at four, never meeting any of my grandparents, never having a fucking uncle around, never having a fucking sibling around. My little brother, I love him dearly. And he is fucking savage as fuck. And he's a good man. And he's a good father. And he's a fucking good worker. He probably had it a little bit tougher than me, but I tell you this, I feel like he had me at whatever level. At least he had me. I didn't have a me. What do y'all want from me? What do y'all want to hear from me? Because the only thing I can think of y'all want to hear is a fucking apology. You're not going to get one. Do I hate what my son did? Absolutely. Do I hate the whole situation? Do I know enough about it? No. Let me tell you something. I've talked to a few of these family members, or a couple, and we haven't managed. We haven't been able to get together in person. They've heard my podcast. They've talked to me. I agreed to meet with them in person because I feel like it will help them heal and it will help me heal. They treat me better than some of y'all do. But understand this: I love my community and I love the people I love, but I ain't got no sympathy for y'all. What y'all wanted to see was you wanted to see a weak shell of a man. And you wanted to see something that finally got to me. And it's not going to happen. You should be reaching out to me and fucking finding out where you can get that goddamn strength and discipline from. Do you understand that, motherfuckers? So I don't, I'm not sure what y'all want to hear. Do you want me to say that I want to see my son die? No, I don't. 
Do I want to see him locked up for 23 hours a day for the rest of his life when he's been locked up so long? Never get to hug him again. He's never going to get to go on vacation. He's ne I'm never going to get to see my granddaughter. That I have three granddaughters. Two are in my life. His daughter's not. Never get to see her again. His only sibling, his sister, is never going to get to see him again. That's her only brother. That's her only. She don't have no other siblings. He ain't going to be here to cook out with me. He ain't going to be here to swim with me. He ain't going to be able to go do any of these things with me. I never got to do any of the things with my son that I wanted to do with my father. But that's that wasn't decided by me. Okay? That was him acting alone. Far as I know. I don't know enough about it. So if I have to go to court, this is the same shit I'm going to say. And if y'all want to care to join and be a part of the... The fucking uh, fan section and the community, then please do. I'll tell you this to your fucking face. If I give you an apology for something I'm not sorry for that I didn't do, then that shows a sign of weakness. If I'm weak, I'm weak alone. I didn't do anything. Do I hate this for everyone? Absolutely. And I think if you know that, you know how much pain I'm in. But you ain't gonna see me fucking buckle. That ain't gonna happen. And that bothers some of y'all. So instead of reaching out to people and following celebrities and athletes and finding out people who have been addicts, fucking, sorry, gained 100, 200 fucking pounds from being depressed, gave the fuck up, don't work, gave in. You need to be reaching out to fucking people like me and finding out how that has never happened. But I watch it. Like I was telling y'all the story of the... the our one of our favorite waiter, uh, one of our favorite, yeah, favorite waiter and waitresses was waiting on us at a place, and it never came up. So I never felt the need to tell him about him. It just, I don't know why, it just never came up. And I seen the the guy uh, looking one day, and my wife called me over there and said, "Hey, baby, come here and tell him, tell him about your podcast." I said, "Sure, yeah, I'd like to. I need subscribers and supporters and stuff." And she's like, uh, "Another waitress there." That went to school with my son, who I know all these girls used to talk to me and I thought were cool with me. And this just tells you how people are. No one wants to be attached to things like that. And some of you who have quit doing business with me, whether it be merchandise, whether it be podcasting, whether it be training, you can say what the fuck you want. Let me tell you something. I know why you quit dealing with me. You've known me for over 40, some of you, 20, 30, 40 fucking years. And this is what y'all going to remember. This lets you know how people really are. This lets you know their true intentions. So, he said, yeah, that girl told me that, uh, you know, that's the dad of the killer. I said, oh, really? That's how she identified me? She didn't call me by my name or nothing? <laughs> What's the dad or a parent of a killer look like? What's that face look like? See, you know, like I said earlier. If I was strung out, been in and out of prison, had a drug problem, was absent, wasn't involved in their life, y'all say, I, or for people that knew me growing up and the environment in which I grew up in, if this would have been my life, y'all would have said I could have seen that coming. And I think some of you are pissed because that's not my life. It don't make sense. It don't make sense for my daughter. It don't make sense for the rest of my fucking life. This boy wasn't raised like this. It got some enabling, no doubt. There's things that contribute to it. But then again, I mean, where are we going to stop? If if a kid turns out good and they were raised right, I see this all the time. 
boy, that boy or that young lady was raised right. They had some good morals and good values. And if they're fucked up, they'll say, well, it must be the parents. Which one is it, motherfuckers? Because the way I was raised and the shit I had to deal with, I should be a fucking degenerate. That's the truth. And I'm not. And it pisses people off because I'm not. My son wasn't raised like that. Do I think drugs changed him? No doubt. I do. I do. My daughter's nothing like that. None of the rest. Nobody's like that. Does it still hurt our heart? Does it hurt our soul? No doubt. But y'all are looking for something you're not going to get out of me. But I want to get real close to the microphone and say this. I encourage you motherfuckers to talk to me in person. I want to see if you have that same energy. I want to see if you still have the same thing to say. Because I think most of you are not. Social media has created a world where people have don't have a lot of consequences for the things they say. And at my age, I haven't ever been to prison. I've only did a few days in jail my whole adult life. And I'm not trying to make that happen. But in this world we live in, if you knock somebody's fucking teeth out and fucking fuck them up for something they instigated, you'll probably land in jail because that's a bitch-ass society we live in. The world we grew up in, there was consequences to things, and you didn't call the cops. You talk shit, you started it, you got your fucking ass, you got your head kicked in. That's part of it. Not a threat. I'm just telling you, don't come here fucking with me and my family. And not one of them, none of them. I'm not trying to do no time at my age. Understand that? I'm trying to change lives. I'm trying to reach people. I'm trying to write books. I'm trying to get this podcast at the next level. But if you come fucking with my family, you'll fucking find out. There ain't going to be no calling the cops. There ain't going to be no talking about it. You're going to find out what the fuck I'm about. And that's intimidating in a world that's really soft that you watch people's feelings. Fuck y'all's goddamn feelings. I don't give a fuck about y'all's feelings. No one gives a fuck about my feelings. Why the fuck should I give a fuck about your feelings? Let me tell you something. I want to talk to some of these this this guy that lost his life at my son's hands for what I understand. I want to talk to some of the family members. And they don't even talk to me like that. So if you're not hurting my feelings, you're not if you think you're hurting my feelings, you're not. Well, I just I'm asking y'all again, what is it you want to hear from me? An apology? I don't I don't have nothing to apologize for. I don't have nothing to defend or explain, okay? Let me go back to it again. You hate it because I'm as strong as I am. You hate it because I'm not weak. You hate it because I'm not on my knees. You hate it because not only that, I'm doing more than I've ever did. Fucking ultra runner, podcast, fucking my brand. Fucking networking with people. Fucking looking good. Feeling good. It ain't easy, but it's very necessary. And let me remind you, I want to tell y'all something. Anybody that has known me for any amount of time, I'm not talking about a year or two. If you've got any questions, I'll be happy to talk to you accordingly and like a mature adult about my whole life and I'll give you a timeline. Never the victim. You should understand why I've arrived at the person I am. I thought about this the other day on that 30-something mile run I did on Saturday. The data's always been there. The facts have always been provided. I didn't see it then. I didn't understand it. Why am I the chosen one? I don't know. Because I'd rather it not be me. I would rather, I told one of my good friends a while back, and this friend I work with, 
I'm not going to say his name. We worked together. It was me that's supposed to be tell this story. It was me that's supposed to carry this. It's me that's supposed to carry this burden. I don't know why. And that person said, man, that's deep. For whatever reason, it was put on me. Because whatever our belief in God is, he thought I could handle it. I don't want to handle it. I didn't ask for it. But I got to deal with it. So I'm going to carry it out. Because believe me, I don't want to. There's a lot of days I feel like throwing in the towel. But I fucking don't. There's no choice. I can't decide not to run for two weeks. I can't decide not to meditate for two weeks. I can't decide not to write. I can't decide not to speak. Because if I do, it'll get the best of me. And that ain't going to happen. Because other people rely off of me. I was sent here on this earth, regardless of how long I live, to carry out this mission and help the, and help change things for the next generations. And that's what I plan on doing. That's the only fucking plan. It's not a new car. It's not a better house. It's not a higher credit limit. It's not none of that shit. It's to change the path for them. And this is how you do it. Here's the tools and here's the goddamn blueprints and the handbook to not being the victim. The people that love me, love me a lot. And I love them a lot. I don't need a lot of them. I just need the right ones. And that's all I need. But before I go, my community has showed me exactly how they feel about me. Y'all wanted to see a weak, frail shell of a man. You wanted to see one submissive on their knees begging for goddamn friendship. And that person is not me. And it ain't never going to happen. I'm going to have to deal with my son's actions for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Understand this. There's no closure on this. Regardless of the outcome, I got to deal with it. And any of us connected to it got to deal with it. My wife's got to deal with it. My ex-wife's got to deal with it. My daughter's got to deal with it. Believe me, we've paid and paid dearly for shit we've done and shit we haven't done. Okay? So if you got something to talk about or you want to ask me some questions, I encourage you to reach out to me personally and meet me in person. Because I want to see if you have the same questions in person. And I want to see if you have that same demeanor. Because I'm thinking you're not. I'm the son of a killer. Do you think I'm proud of that? Go back to it. I coached my son's teams. I was involved in his life. I didn't do drugs. There was a long time I didn't even drink. Owned ha- owned a home. Worked the same job. I was real I- interactive with my kids. And no one did that with me. I know a lot of fucking kids. I say kids. They're men now. Or women. That their parents, not just one, both may have been absent or despicable pieces of shit. And they turned out fine. So how do you fucking measure that? I always measured it like the kids turned out better because they they weren't a part of their life. But I was a I was the best dad I knew how to be. I knew how to be for not having a dad. I was a I was trying to be the person that nobody was for me. And I'm going to continue to be that person. So in the meantime, share this with whoever needs to hear it. I'm going to follow up later. I feel like I need to address this. This has been going on. I see people whispering around town. People won't do business with me. All the things I've done, all the progress I've made, and this is how you're going to identify me. I see y'all whispering. I see you talking behind people's back. 
You do it on social media, but you don't. Not very many of you do it to my face. That's him. That's the one who his son killed somebody. That's you know that you know that you know that people were talking about. That's a dad. Yeah, that's how y'all do me. I'm aware of it. But in the meantime, Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker, Overcast, Anchor, ten dollars a month. Man, I'll talk to y'all later. I ain't even gonna stay humble because y'all ain't. I ain't gonna say stay humble because y'all most of y'all ain't humble. But I'm gonna continue to live savage. Talk to y'all later.